Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast, England have taken an unassailable 2-0 lead in the 3-match T20 International Series and uh, Owen Morgan's men will be more than happy to escape with a victory from Boland. South Africa got off to a steady start having been uh, asked to bat first but after the loss of quick wickets were soon reeling when Heinrich Klaassen did this. Current go in, right arm over the wicket, flipped into the onside by Klassen and Ben Stokes takes the catch. Klassen in some ways has been unfortunate because he's picked the only man inside the circle on the leg side, but in another way it is far, far from fortunate because he's just pinged it straight to Stokes and Klassen walks off. England's bowlers uh, put in an excellent performance, but for the uh, final three overs in which the hosts scored at 34, including a cameo from George Linder. Current right arm around the wicket. Oh, he's gone for a slower ball. It's sat up in the pitch. Linder has given this the treatment and sends it the distance and puts it over mid-wicket for six. Four and six in consecutive deliveries. England would need 147 for victory to seal the series, but uh, lost wickets at regular intervals, and soon Ben Stokes did this to leave them in trouble. That one's gone straight up in the air. Ben Stokes is going to give a damn because he's out. Shamsi has picked up his third. Three for 17 now, Shamsi. He'll take a six and out to get rid of Ben Stokes, and that is a huge, huge wicket for South Africa. Stokes shakes his head, but he's got to shake it as he walks off back to the pavilion. England captain Owen Morgan joined David Milan at the crease and the latter proved why he is the number one ranked batsman in T20 cricket with yet another half century which helped England seal a series win in the final over. Gidi is into Milan, it's again in the slot, Milan hits it straight back over his head and I think it may well have gone all the way for six. Yep. The Texas horns are up from uh, umpire Sean George and that is a magnificent stroke and it is another T20 International 50 to the number one batsman in the world, Darren Milan. 
Yes, uh, another success for uh, England's T20 international side as they build towards the World Cup in India in October. I'm joined by Kate Cross and uh, Steve Harmison. Uh, guys, a scrappy old game, but England got the job done once more. Yeah, it wasn't the best pitch to be playing on, was it? We saw two difficult batting innings, to be honest. It wasn't all that enjoyable, but I've got to say England were absolutely outstanding with the ball for the majority of their bowling innings, probably up to the 17th over, and then it kind of got a bit wayward after that. But they just found a way of winning, which sometimes that's all you've got to do. It doesn't have to be pitcher perfect. No, it certainly doesn't. Uh, Dowd Milan will be uh, more than happy to have uh, made that half century. In fact, if it, if it hadn't been for his calmness, under pressure, England might as might well have found themselves short in that run check. Absolutely, Butch. I thought him and I thought Milan and, and Stokes to a little extent. Then onto the England captain, I thought you know the two, you know the, yeah the experienced middle order showed. You know at the, at the time the surface wasn't great, but they got themselves in a position to then have the the final onslaught to win the game. Milan. Bearstow in the two games, they were the two questionable picks. Would you say when it comes to looking at teams for for the world t20 they both answered i don't think they had critics but i think they both answered um in a, in a positive way best way up, up in cape town now milan has, has put a performance in and like Kurt said you know when you're not playing as well as you would like or you're not playing as fluid as you would like owen morgan said five out of ten in cape town he'd probably give himself a four and a half five out of ten at Bowling Park on a substandard 2020 pitch, but you find a way to win, and that's what good sides do, and England are a very, very good side. Yeah, they certainly are. Um, any thought, perhaps, Kate, now that England uh, put the series to bed, um, that they would look to give a run to the likes of Mark Wood, Moeen Ali, um, you know, perhaps Tom Curran be taken out of the firing line, one for 37 uh, for him again today, perhaps not looking quite uh, the goods in his role as a death bowler. Would you change it up? Personally, I would, just because when you get to those those global tournaments, the World Cups, you need depth in your squad. You need players who've played, they've been in situations, they've scrapped wins out like we saw today. And the likes of Mark Wood, he's not had a great deal of cricket this year. He, you know, he missed out a lot of the test matches in the summer and he was involved in a, the environmental bubble. And it's it's not easy doing that. I've obviously been in that situation myself. So get as much cricket as you can in these guys. That's, that's ultimately what you want to do when you're building up towards a, a global tournament like the World Cup. And I think to go on, you know, to jump on the back of that, Keir, I think Rich Topley could, could get a game. Mark Wood is there for the one day, so they might just say, right, Mark Wood's there, he's in for the, the three one-day internationals, and bring Rhys Topley in for, I would say, uh, 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 Tom Curran. I, I would like to see England play a twin spin. I'd like to get Mo and Ali back into this side because I think both times when South Africa have been in the field, that lindo Shamsi partnership in the middle does control the game a little bit better than, than having all seam options, even though your, your seam options are taking pace off it. So for me, I'd like to see Mo and Ali come into the team, who he comes in for. It'll be an interesting, it'll be an interesting call, but I'd also like to see if you're going to have Reese Topley out there, let's see what the guy can do. Sam Billens is out there as well, but he's going to play in the 3-1 day nationals. So it might be a case of Tom Curran's played a bit of IPL cricket, Give Rich Topley a game, and if you know, if Mark Wood comes in for anybody, you might get Joffre Archer to have a little bit of a break. Okay, well, the uh, thoughts of uh, Steve Harmson and Kate Cross. So uh, we'll get more of those in a moment. But for now, Neil Manthorpe um, is out there speaking to both camps. Hello, and is that why you put yourself at number six? To be in the thick of it at the death. Yeah, it, it's obviously it's nice to have some experience at the, at the back end to to guide 
um, us over the line. It's it's certainly a different role um, than I've done for for England for a long time. But I think regardless of the name in that position, having the experience and and ultimately winning the game is is extremely important. I think beyond that, with the all rounder coming in after me, and then you could argue we have other all-rounders in the side the way the guys bat at the moment um, it's it's very pleasing but I think today all-round uh, you know today I think we need to pat ourselves on the back a little bit our, our bowling was absolutely outstanding uh, there were probably a, three or four balls in the power play where South Africa played really good shots and if you, you take them away from the total in the power play it would have been a collective you know performance in 20 overs but I think you, you can look back at it and, and feel very proud of coming on again from the Newlands game and, and executing extremely well on a different ground that asked different questions of us. I guess everybody likes to win by 50 runs or win with a couple of overs to spare, but it must be particularly satisfying to win in a scrap. Yeah, absolutely. I think showing different aspects of our game is extremely important. It's never going to be cruisy the whole day. Um, I think we've proven over a long period of time that when we do come on flat wickets, we have an explosive game to facilitate that or to do enough to compete or to win. Certainly on a, on a slow, stodgy wicket, we can find other ways of winning. So that's extremely satisfying. It, it, stodgy is not something you'll get in India at the T20 World Cup, but slow is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the bounce will be different probably potentially than today. But I, th- I think the all-round mentality of, of uh, building confidence and, and knowing that you can get over the line if, if guys are there at the end, if you build partnerships, if you talk about or um, focus on the process as opposed to just focusing on the end result, it's extremely important. Um, so I think all around today, really, really positive. Do you get time to enjoy the scenery? Yeah, well, I've been here a number of times and I actually really, really enjoy this ground. The weather's always beautiful. It's always bright blue sky um, and normally a flat wicket, to be honest. <laughs> today it wasn't that. Um, but I, we love South Africa. Um, we're obviously in a biosecure bubble at the moment, but in, under normal circumstances, we love coming here. The fans are outstanding. They really do have a passion for sport and for cricket, like you know the, the the true sports fans around the world do. And for us to come and be able to play against a very strong side and that as well is normally you know puts a huge smile on a face. It's not meant to be. Obviously, that support is at home, um, and we get the situation that we're all in. But we love coming here. Finally, um, the series is won. Uh, will you make some changes for the third game? Uh, the, the changes will be made purely on trying to win the game. Uh, there won't be a matter of giving guys a run. We're focused on trying to um, get our best 11 out, given um, what type of pitch we might be playing on. I think we're on the same pitch uh, as we played on at Newlands in the first game. So we'll have a look at that over the next couple of days and, and see potentially a, a change in the bowling lineup. But I'd imagine the batting would stay the same. Um, you know, every time we take a wicket for South Africa, it's nice, but I did enjoy Johnny Bester's wicket. Um, obviously, in the previous game, he me for a couple of sixes, and I don't enjoy that. Um, like I said, I missed my lens a few times in the previous game at England, so it was really nice to get him out. South Africa have uh, rung the changes in the two T20 internationals so far. Reza Hendricks uh, came into the side, and uh, as did Andrik Norkia, who finished up with figures of none for 21 from his four overs. Steve, it, it looks for me as though they're searching, and they're searching from a, from a position of weakness, really, because they're just trying to plug gaps 
for players or, or performers who are not putting the numbers together. And Quentin de Kock finds himself having to shoulder so much of the burden with the bat, along with Faf de Plessis, that they're, uh, they're really patching up holes in a, in a leaky boat. Yeah, and, and I look at what potentially could have for South Africa, and there's two names come to mind, and one I think will come into the 2020, one I think he's burnt too many bridges, he won't. Both IPL performers and that's Chris Morris, who I don't think will get a sniff when it comes to October, but I can see Ebi de Villiers coming back into this South African side for the major tournament, and he'd be huge in that middle middle order. This bowling attack that bowled in, in this game was a better balance for me. Three out-and-out quick bowlers. Nagidi I'd worry about a little bit. He looks as though he's been on my diet for the last few months. He looks as though he's had a few... He's had a bit to eat and a bit to drink, and he's enjoyed his, his little bit of time off. He played the back end of the IPL, but he looks as though he's put a bit of weight on, to be fair. But that will come off by bowling. Um, I think the bowling, for me, looks a bit better than what the batting does in South Africa, if I had a, a foot in the South African camp. Positive for them, Shamsi, today. Answered a few critics, three for 19 for him, including the big wicket of, uh, of Ben Stokes. Yeah, I thought Shamsi was absolutely outstanding today, and he... He got some really big wickets at key times, which is what you want in 2020 cricket. And I guess coupling that as well, the way Steve said that he wanted to see two spinners in the the England camp, that's another positive, I think, for South Africa, that they've got, they found Linder. I don't know where they found him from, but he's come in and he's good with the bat. He's he's controlled with the ball. He's bowled in, again, difficult overs. He's bowled power play overs. So um, I think that's a real positive for them. I just think they're just a team that's lacking in cricket and lacking in confidence and, um, you know that's what ultimately what this series is about for them as well as it is for England yeah you're right to point out uh, the wickets that Shamsi took got rid of a Butler Bairstow and Stokes through the middle order and at, at points in the game as they did uh, at Newlands on Friday night South Africa looked as though they might be favourites but again you might uh, well be right in saying that just that that confidence that is lacking the confidence that's brimming through the England side it doesn't seem to matter how many mess-ups they make during the course of a match somebody always retrieves it for them but for South Africa as soon as there is a as soon as there is a mishap or uh, somebody bowls a bad over it seems to be terminal for them um any other thoughts about how uh, England might change things up in that in the final game on uh, Tuesday now that they have the series in the bag Kate I'm similar to to Steve really I'd like to see Moen Ali getting back into this team I'm again I don't know how he's getting in there but I kind of get the impression that they, they kind of want him in as the all-rounder and because he's not doing as well with the bat at the moment then they almost don't trust him with the ball or they, they're not willing to take a batter's place in the team and put him in because he's he's not scoring as many runs but it just seems such a waste to have him on the sidelines especially when you are trying to build up towards what is going to be an, a, a difficult tournament to win next year. I, I reckon that, um, I don't know about you, Steve, that with Ben Stokes got a bowl today for the first time. Yeah, that was huge. Um, for, that's a big thing for, for England. Yeah, and, and he, would only, he wouldn't bowl at the death. He wouldn't bowl in the, uh, in, in the power play. But I'm looking at Eng- England's chosen 11 for the last two games, and I'm thinking to myself, well, Moeen Ali could play for, for any one of um, Sam, Tom Curran, uh, perhaps not Chris Jordan, but maybe even Chris Jordan. And England would still have four quicks and, t- and two spin bowlers. So, you know, that they could make a, make a change in terms of t- double spin from a position of strength, whatever happens. Yeah, and I think the most vulnerable one there is Tom. Um, and again, it loads me to say it because I think Tom is a fantastic cricketer along with Sam. The two of them, again, 
defy logic when you look at it and you think, well, you've got to find a place for them because they always seem to perform. But I think Tom is the one. And the interesting when you mentioned Stokes there, Stokes came on and bowled two overs and he predominantly bowled slower balls. So all of a sudden you've got four bowlers of a similar pace bowling slower balls into the pitch doing a similar job in that middle. So while you've got Stokes that can come in and do that job, I think a second spinner for Tom Curran in a pressurised situation, wouldn't be a bad thing for, for England to have a look at at Kip Town. OK, well, we will uh, find out. All will be revealed on Tuesday. Many thanks to uh, Steve Harmison and Kate Cross uh, for joining us today. Join us again on Tuesday where we will wrap up this uh, T20 international series between South Africa and England from Cape Town before the three one-day internationals starting on Friday. You've been listening to the following on podcast here on TalkSport 2. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 